Ah, mmm. The first taste of rare bourbon you finally got your hands on. That's nice. At Caskers.com, we make this experience easy. Caskers is a one-stop spirit curator with an impressive selection of exclusive sought-after rare and household names in the realm of premium spirits and champagne. Discover the top flavors of the year now by going to Caskers.com and using code WELCOME10 for $10 off your first purchase. Get $10 off your first purchase with code WELCOME10 at Caskers.com. After years of fine print contracts and getting ripped off by big wireless providers, if we've learned anything, it's that there's always a catch. That's why Mint Mobile is here and offering premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month with no catch. Mint Mobile is great for anyone that's looking for a way to get a little bit of extra savings. You don't have to pay for those big plans, even though they still have the high-speed data delivered on the nation's largest 5G network with unlimited talk and text. You can use the phone you have right now with any Mint Mobile plan and keep on trucking just like you are. Just saving money on your mobile plan. And if you're not 100% satisfied, Mint Mobile has you covered with their seven-day money-back guarantee. So you can try it, make sure it works for you, and then you're all set to go. So switch to Mint Mobile and get premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. To get your new wireless plan and get the plan shipped to your door for free, go to mintmobile.com dnbr. Be sure to go to mintmobile.com dnbr to let them know we sent you. Welcome into the DNVR Avalanche podcast presented by DraftKings Sportsbook, the number one rated sportsbook app out there. I'm your host, Rudo, with a fun episode today. I'm not in Arizona, but AJ Hayfley is live from the PHNX studio, along with the man, the myth, the legend, Petey. Steve Peters, how you doing? Good to have you on the show. Thanks for coming on. Rudo, fantastic to finally meet you. This is like, you guys are kind of mythical around phnx you're the gold standard of what this platform has to offer i've been watching your shows i'm trying to learn rudal love the background i took a lot of heat from my background thank you for setting that bar just a little bit lower for me they'll get used to it give them time and i did wear my abs royal blue today so i'm trying to help the crossover event fitting those ugly jersey numbers a little bit maybe but uh we appreciate you coming on how do you read the fives and sevens it's hard like that's part of my job and the Avs jerseys, you, you can't tell three, five, sevens. It's really hard to read the numbers on the back of the jersey when you're scouting that team. True story. It's all part of the plan. Got to keep everyone confused. Uh, that's the way it is. Apparently. <laughs> just, just in case you ever wanted to confuse JT Confer with Gabe Bork. <laughs> exactly. Super easy to do. See, there you go. So should be a fun one. Before we get into today's show, we do have our DraftKings pick of the week. Uh, I went with the the DraftKings deal. They have a deal for week two where if you do a same game parlay for $25 or less, you get your money back if you lose. So it's it's a free $25 bet, basically. I took the Broncos to win over the Jags and the over of, I think it was 45 and a half. So that's my pick of the week. I think it's a it's an easy dub because the Jags suck. Let's face it. I don't I don't know how how's how do people feel about the Cardinals in Arizona? Cardinals, they're they're on fire over the Cardinals right now. I mean, honestly, this is the team high expectations in the Valley. You look at the Valley sports scene right now, and and you know for those the Diamondbacks struggling, the Coyotes are rebuilding at best. Um, all hopes are on the Suns and Cardinals, and so far one and zero, they're excited. All right, so off to a good start there. If you want to bet on the cards, you can do that from DraftKings as well. So check them out now. Download that top-rated DraftKings sportsbook this app. Weekend, so take well, so. take uh, take uh, take the Cardinals over the Vikings. I think it's three and a half right now. They'll cover the spread. 
There you go. Vikings not going to do it. Cover at least. Let's go. Uh, hit up DraftKings Sportsbook today. Use that app. Down code DNVR when you get it. Sign up. You can get up to $200 in free bets. All you have to do is bet $1 on a week two football game. It's super easy. You don't even have to get the bet correct. They'll just give you 200 bucks for signing up and doing it with code DNVR. Might as well. Then you just have money to play with and can bet on whatever you want. Check them out today. Must be 21 or older. Colorado only. Other terms, restrictions, and conditions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Of course, if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. All right. Let's get into the show proper. We're going to be talking about Darcy Kemper quite a bit today. I'm sure we'll get into Arizona, maybe a little bit of the, the rookie tournament as well. Well, but Petey, you were you were the video coach while Kemper was here for Arizona for at least a little while. Uh, so I'm sure you've got uh, lots of footage on it. Maybe maybe you have the secret to goaltending that AJ and I lack a little bit because <laughs> sometimes we're shooting in the dark when it comes to goaltender. So what do you got for us? You know, it's funny because that, that's one of the areas that even coaches stumble on like head coaches will tell you, I don't know my goaltender, leave it to the goaltending coach. One of the problems we've had in Arizona. And you saw with Darcy Kemper, anti-Ranta over the last two and three seasons was their ability to stay healthy. And I know as an Avs fan, it has to be a concern. Darcy Kemper played 27 games last year. You need him to play. Um, your franchise has dealt with injured goalies over the last few seasons too. And if your top guy's not playing, you're not winning in the end, I mean, you can get you can win a couple of games during the season, but when you're playing in April, May, and June, your starters need to be buzzing. So I think the key f- for Kemper, one of the problems here, and, and I I want to assuage some of the fears, is in Arizona, the goaltender had to carry the team, whether that was Anti Ranta at the time when he was playing hot, or it was Darcy Kemper when he was hot. And the tendency here was to ride those guys. At one point, Aiden Hill played 35 straight games. Well, you can't. You can't play that many games. So I think for Avs fans, the one thing to look at early in the year is look at how Darcy Kemper is being managed. He can't play five, six, seven in a row to start the season. I, I think Frankie's going to have to come in and he's going to have to play a lot of games this year, at least early. You're like every one, one out of every three or four, because you need Darcy Kemper playing his best hockey in May. You also, I mean, with with Frankie missing all of last year, you need to get the rust off of him yeah. too. Like you need to, you need to get him into the rhythm of things as well. It's been a long. We haven't seen him since the playoff series against Dallas in the Edmonton bubble. Yeah, and so. you, you look at him and he the juggling act that you had to put on last year through the goalies that ran and out, and yeah. oh, it was a long year of avalanche goalies through that door. Yeah, <laughs> you, you first of all, Darcy Camper's a really good goaltender. Yeah. If let's put that aside first, he can play. The kid's good, and it, he carries himself like a number one. He takes the responsibility of a number one goaltender in the locker room. It's me, it's my fault. I did that. It's not all oh, my defenseman didn't do that or the team. No, it's me. It's my job, and I think teams, players, teammates respect that kind of an attitude out of a goaltender. So that's an encouraging thing to look for for an Az fan. The kid can play. Um, one thing that will be an adjustment for him is he's not going to face 35 and 40 shots a night. At least I don't think so. You're hoping he doesn't. <laughs> TBD, I guess. Yeah, I guess I'm barring a major change from last year. Right. Like you 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 gave up the fewest shots in the league last yeah. year. He's not going to face as many shots. The key to Darcy Kemper is he needs to make that one or two saves that change the game. You know, yeah. when the game's 0-0 or it's one nothing or 2-1 and it's tight, 
and you give up a breakaway because Kale McCarr is making an offensive play and he leaves the blue line, he's got to make that save. Like yeah. th- That's where the value of Darcy Kemper is going to come in. He needs to make that one or two saves that you need him to make. He's not going to need to make 30, 40, 50. He's going to make 22, 24, but he's got to make the two that make the difference in the game, and he can do that. Yeah, I think the, the best example of that was Game 5 of the Vegas series where they have a 2 nothing lead going into the third period and two turnovers end up in the back of the net. You get yeah. one of those saves, yep. the Avs win that game. And we talk about, and, and I know the, the fan base loves Grubauer. Grubauer's well-liked there, and he yeah. Vesna numbers are, are absolutely real. He did a good job last year. But those are the saves you got to make. Yeah. If you want to win was, a Stanley Cup, you got to make those saves. It wasn't It wasn't like they were any of those goals were particularly no. soft goals. Or They're anything. not his fault. It, it was just, it was just, you know, you needed that, you know, you literally yeah. had Marc-Andre Fleury on the other end. Who was know, doing lights out. Everything imaginable to yeah. keep from giving up that lights third out. goal and getting buried in that game. And Grubauer in that third period just could not quite. Yeah. You know, it's it's Alex Tuck with a, you know, with a with a deflection, you know, the bouncing puck. Yeah. He knocks it out of the air and Grubauer is just guessing. on Again, it. I mean, not at fault. But right. Like you're not you're not looking at Grubauer and saying you have to stop right. that. But you're also saying you're our number one goaltender on the president's trophy winning team. You have to stop that. that makes sense. And that's, you know, you look at the Montreal Canadiens in the finals last year. They're not there if not for Carey Price doing the oh, yeah. same thing. I know he didn't perform to that level in the finals. But to get there, he needed to make the save that he needed to make. Yeah. And so Darcy Kemper, I believe, can make that save. I, I know he struggled a little bit last year. There were injury problems. But he goes to the, the world championship. And I think it rejuvenated his career by winning the gold medal for Canada. Again, it helped his confidence. He, he put himself back to where he was a few years prior, where he carried the mail for the Coyotes. No, you saw him in the playoffs in the bubble. 53 <laughs> saves. With, so after the bubble, you know, with the Grubauer season-ending injury, there was a lot yeah. of uncertainty. What's next? Yeah. Rudo and I talked about, hey, maybe they should just trade for Darcy Kipper now yeah, and not wait a year to do it, you know, with, with the uncertainty. And... Uh, because it was off of the back of that series where that series was only remotely interesting because Darcy Kemper was awesome in the first yeah. half of it. And he was really good. And what surprised us too, looking at the Avs, after that series was over, when Grubauer did get hurt and they had to go to other goaltenders, what from the outside looking in, we were going, they need to make a change. Like they need, they need to get more help. If not, just get another solid backup. If not, yeah. keep Grubauer, but add to that. I think people around the league were fairly surprised that there wasn't an addition there. Uh, okay, I, I'm not sure if they can hear me, but hey, Rudo, can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, uh, there was just a oh. little quick audio issue, and people just got really scared, including oh. Rudo. Yeah, only slightly terrifying. <laughs> oh. Uh, Still haven't recovered. We do have a super chat, though, from Ping King, so I want to get to that. He says, just blame AJ LOL. Hopefully he can get in-person player interviews this year. So, dream big. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> early conversations with PR are not super encouraging. I'm really sorry to all the headphone users. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, see, and, and so AJ, come to Arizona. You can, no one will be in the building, first of all, to watch the games, not because of COVID, just because they're not going to be there to watch. If you want to meet with they'll probably let you take players out to dinner 
if you're going to give them PR here. Right. Like that, that's how starved for attention this organization right. is, and there's just no one covering them. I, Jacob Chickren and I can be BFFs. There you go. <laughs> there you go. It'll be great. Ch- kid, that kid can play, by the way. I mean, and Connor Timmons and I can continue being exactly. BFFs. He's what, been on the pod before. So what do we expect out of Connor Timmons? Uh, well, I guess it would depend on what, what role he's going to play yeah. for you guys, but uh, for the Coyotes, but... Um, I think they've got him slotted in probably in the four hole right now. In time, in time, that's where he should definitely yeah. get to. I don't know where he starts, but Timmons, I think, will be good, especially because he can just play. He doesn't have to worry about. And really, that's uh, Timmons is the piece that got Darcy Kemper to Colorado yeah. because there were other teams that were offering a first for Kemper. Yeah. And it was Connor Timmons that tipped the scales in favor of Colorado that got him Kemper to your lovely city. Yeah. Well, before AJ starts to cry, I want to I want to yeah. continue this Kemper conversation. You kind of alluded to him making those one or two big saves, a, a conversation a lot of people have about Colorado's goaltending. Not necessarily true, but especially in the years of Varley, a lot of people felt like, oh, he's at his best when he is facing a lot of shots. So is Kemper one of those goalies that can keep himself in a game when he's facing? We saw a stretch last year where the Avs didn't even give up 20 shots in a handful of games. Yeah, and I think you're going to see that. And, Rudo, you've seen enough games to know that it's almost cliche. Like, well, he's in the game. The goalie's in the game now. Well, yeah, he's, it's 40, 50 shots. You're in the game. I get it. Yeah, Darcy Kemper is focused. He, he's he studies the game. He's prepared for the game. Um, I, I don't have concerns about that at all. I really don't. Now, again, he who knows how his season is going to progress. He hasn't played behind a team like this in a long time. Like he, he had the Coyotes before that. He was a backup in L.A., Minnesota. It's really he, Minnesota. When yeah, he and was, he wasn't quite ready there yeah. to be the guy. So I don't know. He hasn't had that experience other than, you know, Team Canada. Even look at the roster he had for that world championship. That wasn't a world beater either. What happened, Allie? It's just so funny. Ryan just said he went full Mr. Krabs meme. They said you've entered the fourth dimension from that sound. I'm so sorry to everyone that that was. See, we missed out on the joke. It was just a really loud noise for them. We're just hanging out. Yeah. And by the way, did, can we talk about what you just did? Is that a thing? Or is that not? We can't talk. What? Like your your journey. Oh, you want to talk about it? AJ me, hasn't slept. Yeah, it took me an entire day to drive down here. He drove. They do have planes. I don't know if he knew. We have an airport in Phoenix, but he drove and literally came from the highway to the studio. Yeah. That's dedication. You haven't slept. That's impressive. Sorry. I mean, Traffic's wild out there. When you got to talk hockey, you got to talk hockey. I know. Let's talk hockey. Love talking hockey. So, so Avs fans should be excited. He can do those things. But he can also, there are going to be nights, whether it's injuries or, you know, the, the, the Super 3 aren't performing, and you're going to give up shots. It's, it's, yeah. Those nights do happen. And he can perform in those 30, 40 save nights as well. I, I think it's an interesting piece that I think makes this team better. Yeah, they're going to definitely need him, especially if they actually think they're going to play Curtis McDermott and get away with it. Yeah, we, AJ and I talked about Curtis McDermott. He's a Pacific Division guy that the Coyotes have seen through development camp. I remember him playing in these development camps. He brings an element that the Avalanche are sorely lacking right now, if you need that element. I don't know if you do because you skate away and you're faster than everybody, but if you need to be a little tougher, the kid's a tough kid. He's going to look really scary in his suit when he's sitting in the stands. 
he's really going to strike fear wow. into the hearts of opposing puck carriers. Yeah, sitting in the 14th. Row. There will be games that he's what, what, just injury alone. Like he's going to play. Yeah, he'll hope and well. he he is a tough player that bling, brings a different element. They he, also want to play him at forward, so he'll get into the lineup. Really? Yep. That's creative thinking right there. I, I mean, the toughness is great if it's not costing you two goals a game, right? But Right. Yeah, and it depends if you're living at his ice time and who he's paired with. There's a lot of intangibles with that. But right now, the Colorado back end, if Eric Johnson is back, there's no room for him. Yeah, know. that's the hope. Exactly. Yeah, so we'll see. We'll see if Eric I'm, Johnson's I'm really healthy. two injuries in, and they're going to have a third pairing of Jack Johnson, Curtis McDermott. And... Yeah, then you'll need Darcy Kemper, and that's why you got him. <sighs> Again, you, you go to your your DraftKings sportsbook app, and who's favored to win the Stanley Cup? Your hometown Colorado Avalanche. Yeah. So yep. before the puck drops on yeah, October twelfth last year, though, and the Avs got significantly but worse. Go back and watch that series so. against Vegas. That first two games, you're like, who's going to stop this team? Yeah. Like how quick it goes from winning six straight to losing four straight, which they didn't do all season, and then you're sitting at home watching. I don't know. Like we we. I'm a Coyotes fan. There was no – they t- teased the playoffs for a few weeks there, but they were not going to make the playoffs. And you guys, like, it just be that's – a, that's a couple of tough nights at the DNVR bar, like for sure. Like that's hard to, to take that season. So this year, the window only stays open for so long. Yeah. You know, Pittsburgh's, Pittsburgh's window's closing. Washington's window's closing. Your window's wide open. I mean, he'll watch it's me. now. Washington has arguably the greatest goal scorer ever, and they got one cup out of it. It's really, really hard to win right. the thing. Unbelievably. Everything's got to go right. We talked yeah. about before. You need to draft well, develop well, surround those drafted and developed players with the surrounding cast that can play, get a really good goaltender, and then have a coach that can make adjustments. Yeah. And then, on top of that, you still need some luck. So yep. it's hard, hard, hard. And luckily, you've come from a city that's had two parades. You know, we, we, we've won one series in this city in 2012 we went to the western finals other than that there's no series wins so you have at least you've had the parade so hopefully you get your third i hope parades are cool it's true parades are cool i hope i we can continue the hockey talk but i do think that uh, phoenix needs the full rudo experience here because it doesn't matter if you're in denver or you're in phoenix when the pants come off nobody wants to see a cactus down there okay you got to make sure it's looking high and tight looking clean so go over to manscaped get your 20% off with code dnbr and get the perfect package 4.0 jump on it turn that cactus into Whatever you want to turn it into. Uh, that's, that's the magic of manscaping. <laughs> you, can, you can turn it into a rose. You can turn it into a, a wow. beautiful bush. You could be baby bottom smooth. It doesn't matter, all right? The option is yours. Go get it with Manscaped. You get free shipping as well, again, with that DNVR code. And then for those of you in Denver, hit up Strava Craft Coffee, the CBD-infused coffee that has really changed lives. It helps with joint pain, migraines, a bunch of other aches and pains as well. You can get that cold brew down at the DNVR bar or get 25% off when you use code DNVR25 for your first purchase online. Then after all that, you can hit us up at thednvr.com. Great time to get yourself an annual membership. Not only do you get access to all of our content, but you get a free shirt as well access to the DNVR lounge where you can come hang out and talk hockey with us all the time. Bunch of other awesome stuff too. 
check out PHNX if you're one of the uh, one of the Arizona Phoenix people. They're doing all the same stuff we are. It's it's a super awesome time there. Let me tell you, they're the Coyotes. Part of their lounge is popping. I was. They're say, always rumor. Rumor has it that that's a feisty group. I know, and I. I'm sure they're listening right now. There's a few DNVR guys popping into our chat that kind of stirring it up a little, a little bit. So, we'll talking about you, Spencer. Yeah, we are. Spencer. <laughs> we, we are. Everybody knows it's Spence for sure. <laughs> so, yeah. so check out their lounge as well. Hit us up either way for for Denver or Phoenix it, Sports. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Be hard. Exactly. Be a hard right. year to be in our lounge. I have a feeling. I mean, group therapy. That's what it is. Exactly. Every Fair. see, it's not a hard year to be a Coyotes fan. You have no expectations, and yeah. every loss is a win, and every win is a double win. Uh, so if, it's if they can embrace that, if the fans can embrace standings upside down, yeah. Honestly, if they knew, if you could just go to sleep for the year and see where the ping pong ball lands, there is like well, the gold at the end of the rainbow. The, it's there. They're bailed out now because yeah. no longer, no longer do you have to sit there and look at. 54% odds when you finish yeah. in last place of you getting the fourth overall pick. Yeah. They're bailed out. Their problems are over. Yeah. They just don't Coyotes fans just don't realize that their problems are actually over. The NHL solved them. Yeah. Because the the boo-hoo, the Red Wings finished in last place and got the fourth overall pick. So we had to make changes. Although it happened to Colorado twice and the league just went, "Damn, that sucks." I, I will say, and it ended up great, but still. I worked for this organization for 23 years. We've had some really bad teams, and the year prior to the McDavid Eichel draft, oh, we were bad. Yeah, and you look at that team, and it was it was so difficult. And I know the Avs fans have been through this too. But yeah. when the management staff doesn't even come down to the coach's room anymore because they want to lose, and the coach is paid to win. And I, there isn't a coach in the National Hockey League that understands tanking. I, yeah. I don't accept that from anybody. The, and it, the, the tanking, they just don't. Tanking is a management and a fan base 100%. thing. It is not a reality for players. It's nope. not a reality for coaches nope. who may only get this one opportunity to do it. They're you paid to at, win. You look at a guy like Jared Bednar, 16-17. Yeah. He thought, and he said this before, he thought that was going to be the only year he got to be an NHL coach. And they were god awful yeah. and he he was worried and the abs could have justifiably moved on after yeah. a 60 loss season nobody would have blinked yeah. had they decided to move on and jared vedder never coaches in the nhl again right. and at this point given how things have gone jared vedner will get a head coaching gig after whenever his abs tenure ends yep. he will get a head coaching gig that same off season no questions asked speaking of bedner what is his shelf life in Colorado, if they don't win, what is? How does that sausage get made? Is always the question that I ask. And yeah, I, what, I, how does it go? Because if they lose, look, if they if they go in and they lose four two in the first round, he's got to go. Yeah, I don't care how that sausage. I don't. I don't care if Nathan yeah. McKinnon's not. But you go, you go, you go in there and you lose. You lose in the first round. You got to go. It's done. See, I think Pete DeBoer and, and Jared Bednar are in similar situations. There, they have. Two very good teams. Yeah. They have teams that have, you know, you look at Vegas has been in the, the the conference finals three years, but if they don't perform past that this year, is DeBoer gone? And Bender, there's another guy. You've got the best team in hockey now. This is the third year in a row. I, what is success? Is it if you don't make it to the Western Finals? I, I don't. I don't know. Yeah. 
I've heard great things about him. I think he's well liked in the room. I think he's he a is good very coach. Well liked by his players. But you know, it, it it's happens in every hockey team since the history of the game. Somebody's going to get fired. Yeah. It's either going to be the general manager or the head coach because you can't fire twenty three players. So somebody's going to have to go at some point. You're not firing Joe Sackick. There's, and there is the point. Yeah. So like Bender is the obvious scapegoat there. Yeah. Um, and again, we're, we're not saying that this is the path sure. for the 21, 22 season. Sure. The path right now is rosy and everything's great. Yeah, but, well, maybe from the outside. Yeah. Uh, but it doesn't always say, end that I would way. say in the middle, in the middle of the storm, um, most people, the odds got worse. They've lost in the second row three years in a three yeah. in the second round three years in a row, and like it's it's weird for that to be a negative that they're one of the only teams that consistently gets out of the first round, right. but then they can't get past it, okay. you know. And it doesn't it doesn't really matter the context of how it happened. Like it does, but it doesn't. This is a this is the results based business, and you know the fact that the fact that they lost because in, in the second round to a team they probably shouldn't have because they were playing Michael Hutchinson in net like. Yeah. Guess what? It, it, yeah. it didn't matter. They had a they had a one goal lead with four minutes to play in Game Seven. You should have closed it out. Yeah. They couldn't hold the lead for fifteen seconds. You know, like with Michael Hutchinson in net, who yeah. sucks. Like but, he's not an NHL goaltender. He is a think, he is a like third goaltender. He was exactly he was perfectly positioned, and you know that's just life. Yeah. Nobody's feeling sorry for the F's. Is an interesting example too, right? Because they have Pete DeBoer now, and nothing changed for them, right? They're still stuck at the same point they were yeah. before DeBoer. So, well, and and you look at maybe even a, look the Avs losing to Vegas in the second round is a bummer, but like Vegas was great. It's a good hockey team, but Vegas losing to Montreal is a huge failure. Yeah, that's a huge failure, without question. And you look at the path to the, the Cup Finals for the Montreal Canadiens. That you can say that for every team they faced along the way. Like, yeah, you've got to be you've got to beat Montreal and when they finally got to Vegas you go well Vegas is going to beat them like they're, 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 okay yeah. Toronto it's the rivalry but Vegas is going to beat them yeah like this isn't going to maybe five games yeah well now Vegas is sitting at home and and, and again it, it's always people don't somebody's going to get fired yeah. we, we every every coach that ever coaches in this league rarely do they retire you're going to get fired I don't care yeah. if you win or not Barry Trotz wins, you get fired. Like what? It's yep. happening. I, Barry Trotz. Barry Trotz had like the out, right? Because he, yeah, they didn't extend Stand his, his contract. contract. Like it expired. Yeah. He wins the cup yeah. for some inexplicable reason. Yeah, completely comfortable just letting him leave. Right. Okay. Yeah, and, and so it's going to happen. And I, and I, I think on paper, and we've done the, you know, the preview shows. Both of us are going to have those upcoming. Mm-hmm. I've got the abs to win the cup. I, I I really do. I, I think the Darcy Kemper piece is a piece that they needed to add. Yeah. Um, the, their back end, as long as they can stay healthy, that back end is dangerous. Offensively good. dangerous. They do need to improve on those younger players' ability to defend. Yep. And you're going to have to find those pieces. And then, you know, like a Brendan Saad, those, those role guys, they're going to have to find who that guy is this season. Because you need that to win. Somebody's going to surprise you and go, okay, you're a third-line winger, you're a fourth-line grinder. Those guys propel you through an 82-game season to help you win. Yeah. It would be great when Andre Burakovsky shows up in the postseason next year. Exactly. That's the kind Boy, of player that's got to really play. Help. That's a guy that's got to play. Yeah. So A great point from Luke in our chat here saying DeBoer could never get over the hump in San Jose either as far as Vegas is concerned. Uh, Petey, 
Arizona is moving to the Central Division this year. So, a question for you: Would Arizona rather be in Vegas's division or the Abs division? Without question, like it's an, unanimous, keep them in the Pacific this season. The weak Pacific. I, I, everything is cyclical in this league. Everybody goes through it, right? I mean, given given their given their expectations and given eight picks in the first three oh, rounds. Yeah, if you can look get, at them from get, the bottom up again, see, get, I keep forgetting getting, that. Putting them in the central probably Fantastic. does them a favor because they they're not lose. stealing games against LA and Anaheim. They are last in the central by twenty points. Oh, you are. Like I've, I, I saw the points, the the season points uh, on DraftKings. I'm taking the under. Like right now, they've got Carter Hutton as their starting goalie, who played ten games or eleven games, lost ten of them. The Central Division, to me, right now is again within divisions. You get teams on the rise and on the decline. The Pacific yeah. Division, on a whole, you've got all three California teams that aren't ready to win. Yeah. You've got Edmonton, who have their two premier players, don't have the surrounding cast to win, and you've got Vegas, who's above head and shoulders of everybody else. I think Calgary is going to be three, four. Seattle, I don't like their team right now, but they might be in the playoff conversation because no one else is. You go to the Central. Man, Minnesota's still a good hockey team. I think they're still on the rise. They're going in that direction. Nashville, I think, is going to have a tough year. But St. Louis, they're not happy with their season. Yeah, Colorado's an unbelievable hockey team we've talked about forever. Winnipeg? I, I mean, I don't know good. where the Coyotes are going to win. I yeah. really don't. Who who's the easy win? Chicago used to be for a, a time, but you know you had Seth Jones. You bring in Mark Andre Fleury. Jonathan Taves is supposed to play this year, and Patrick Kane had one of his best years last year. Yep. So, yep. where are the wins coming for the Coyotes? I have absolutely no uh, idea. Un- unfortunately, Arizona is the easy game in the Central. I think. <laughs> well, yeah, yeah, without a doubt, and nice place to visit in the winter. So we they do have that. Yeah, so Rudo, you got to right come now. down. It's like 115 degrees outside. Yeah, I know. I want. I wanted to come down. I was going to come down for this, but I am the best man at this guy's wedding and uh, his bachelor parties this weekend, so couldn't do I it. Ask you guys a question, and I just thought about this, and I know it's off topic, but the Coyotes don't play the Avalanche until January 14th and 15th, back to back, home and home. So, from you two guys, strictly DNVR employees, how does that work? Like it's back to back. Post game at the bar. Um, it, maybe it depends. I, I mean, we'll we'll be alive post game very late back that to back, back, to back, back, back and then yeah, no questions asked. We go live after every game. Okay, I just yep. I'm still learning. I haven't done yeah. a post game. I don't know. We work at one in the afternoon here, and I'm done. So I that, just check. Yeah, it. that's going to become one in the morning real quick for you. Don't worry. Okay. The <laughs> next nice thing about being out of the Pacific is there goes that. I know there goes that start time. Those eleven thirty starts. Next question again, personal off topic. It's eleven o'clock at night. The game just got over. You're either sitting at a bar or at home. May I crack crack open a beer? Oh yes, we drink on the pod all the time, or at least I do. AJ shy and is like, do you know Rudo? <laughs> okay, I just ask it again. These are between, these be, are the things I need to between know. Between people calling him Brudo and, oh. and Rubro, wow, uh, wow. Also, we're not your keeper, man. I know. I just ask it. <laughs> Look, just ask Sometimes it's 3 p.m. on a Friday and we're live, and a man just needs a beer. Okay. Well, I, I have seen the tailgate that. show with RK. And oh, Dre, dude, and that's they, a whole nother adventure there. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's early. Like that's even early for me. That's like, a different animal. Nine thirty in the morning. morning, and they're doing tequila shots. Well, <laughs> yeah, it's Allie's dream, but it's my nightmare. <laughs> I do draw that. I did see Allie on the party bus. Oh yeah, record shots now. 
whatever you want to call them. Okay, I got my personal stuff out of the way. Thank you, Rudo. Sorry. Of course. Anytime. No. No. These are the parts of the show that I love. Like, yes, we're here to talk about hockey, but AJ and I will tangent about anything if if that's what the chat wants like you know and, I, and it's funny because you look at what's happening at dnvr and at phnx specifically with the hockey crowd it's just different and unless you yep. are one of those people and yeah. you don't quite get it you're a hockey guy or you're not yeah yep. or a hockey girl or not you know you just if you're rabid about hockey you're in it and it's just i think people here are somewhat shocked that the coyotes t-shirt is the top seller in the store well very because hockey fans that was the least shocking thing to yeah. us over really? here yeah well, it's not for us we live in we're part of the hockey community we live and breathe hockey and yeah. we understand that hockey fans are a different level of passionate than yeah. others and it's not a disparaging remark on other not at sports all. fans no. i'm not trying to take down suns fans or anything yeah. it's just that yep. hockey... denver fans should clearly not do that we've hockey... <laughs> hey, hey, sorry hey, hey. sorry uh, yeah. like it's all look look sorry. man it's all it's all okay. good and well man no, you're right. like enjoy enjoy being up there while it I don't I'm a hockey guy I don't it's, how many basketball games do you think I've watched life is temporary man <laughs> how many in my lifetime how many I worked for a hockey team for 20 do you think yeah. I watch basketball I don't think you have time of course we you do. can you can watch baseball though yeah I do I love baseball me too love baseball we do have some questions from the comments here what is the website that I can stream the dev tournament on uh the Team the, websites, the, yeah, the, the Arizona team Coyotes websites. website yeah, the, for the their Coyotes games are streaming have, all their games on ArizonaCoyotes.com. Yeah, all the teams, yeah. all the teams' games are streamed on their own uh, teams' websites. And then we Get have it. Evan here saying jean shorts are required for post-game shows. Are you ready for <laughs> yeah. some shorts? I'm still, I'm still easing into that. Yeah, I'm you still gotta, golf you shirt. Figure I know. Out your thing, though, because they want me to wear banana pants. Rudo wears shorts. I'm trying. I'm you trying. Gotta, you got to find your niche. No the, tie though. I took the tie off. I'm golf shirting it right now. Your learn or not. will decide your niche. Yeah, I know. they'll decide and learn from my mistake. All right, set the super chat bar very high. Very yeah. high. Okay. <laughs> yeah, because we had a hundred dollars for uh, Rudo to wear jorts, and I think we got seriously. Yeah, it happened that. immediately. Immediately, it was so wow. He was like, boom, <laughs> Rudo. Done. See what you have become a legend here already, Rudo. I'm telling you. Wow. I don't know if it's for the right reasons, unfortunately. But... There's no wrong reason to be a legend, but... All right, fair enough. And fair Kevin enough. said, don't sit in front of a couch. That's my thing. Um, and <laughs> said, we're built different. So yeah. go banana, go big banana jorts in front of a couch is what some of the audience are right. saying. Can't wait. So well, after that Sons and Four comment, I do need to, no, to wash apologize. my mouth out a little bit. But, you know... <laughs> So hit up Green Mountain Dental Group. They'll take care of any of those any of those sun's cavities in your teeth. All right, they'll they'll get you through that. Just fifteen minutes from downtown at Denver, over in Lakewood. Okay, that was a weird sound effect. Uh, <laughs> go to them. everyone who switched to said they love them. Um, you can you can get a free Sonicare toothbrush as well when you schedule a cleaning, X-ray, and exam with them. They just want you to take care of your teeth. Free Sonicare toothbrush, electric toothbrush makes that a whole lot easier for you. So check out Green Mountain Dental Group today, and they will take care of all of your teeth for you. After that, go on over. Buy yourself a house in Colorado. It's really hard to do right now, but 
that's why we have Savoy Chevalier Mortgage. They will help you navigate the ridiculous waters of, of buying a home in Colorado. You can hit up both Mike and Virginia at dnvrmortgage.com. They'll give you a free consultation and give you a shot to win some free DNVR merch as well. So hit them up, get yourself scheduled for that. Mike is a certified financial planner, so he actually will look at your entire financial picture instead of just saying, here's a great rate. You do it. Commit. No, they're not like that. They're not going to push anything on you. They're going to give you the best options for you and let you sort it out. So check them out today. You can hit them up again at dnvrmortgage.com or you can call Virginia directly at 303-257-6578. Michael Chevalier, NMLS 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS 1910631. All right. Third period of the DNVR Avalanche podcast crossover edition with PHNX having a having a good time in the uh, the Arizona studio. Are are you boys excited for for the rookie tournament here? You ready to get it going? I just want to go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) I'm excited that it's here. Like that that part is great. Like I've been to a few of these tournaments before and I tell you what. They're cool. Yeah, they're cool. But you, you you. The expectations have to be tempered a little bit. Um, you know, everybody wants to see that one or two player from their team, but you got to put 20 guys in the uniform. So you're filling out all these guys in PTOs and a lot of tryout guys that are not going to be part of your organization. It's hard. Like, everybody wants to see Bo Byram. Like, it's great. We're going to see Quentin Byfield. And we got, you know, there are some really outstanding players here in the Valley for a couple of days. Um, I wish we just watched those guys play three on three. But it's exciting. The best well, part of it is hockey starting again. That that's the exciting part. You know, this is the beginning of the of the chase to the cup. So we're we're excited. From a from a coaching staff perspective, what was always your guys' goal in this in this kind of setting? It's hard and, and you'll be surprised specifically at this tournament how few NHL coaching staffs are actually here this weekend. I've heard, I've talked to several teams. They're not bringing in their staffs. I don't know if it's COVID-related, travel-related. I'm not sure. It's, it's usually everybody goes. It's hard. Coaches are getting ready right now for October 12, 13, 14, 15. They know what players are going to be on their team or who, you know, the general idea of the guys trying to make their team. And most often it's not the guys at this tournament. There might be one or two guys that will make to your tryouts or potentially make your team. This is a look more for scouts and management to go, okay, what's the development path for the guys in our organization? Where are we looking next year, the year after, three years out? Um, Coaches are looking, do they compete? Do they show up to stuff on time? Do they play hard? They're not going to know the systems. They're not going to play the right way through these three games because you don't have time to teach that. We sat through the entire Avs dev camp stuff. Not once did they do a single second of systems work. No, you can't. It's individual there was, skill. There was nothing. They just want to see a kid work hard. That's really what they're coming here. Do you want to see the guys flash their skill a little bit? Of course. Sure. Of course you do. If you want to, you know, you want your prospect to come out here and lead the tournament in scoring. That would be great. You just want them to work hard. And you go, okay, there's something there. Um, but by no means does success at this camp translate to anything other than success at this camp. You know, and we've seen it from the Coyotes' perspective. <sighs> They've won this tournament before. I mean, it, it, it's 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 not, not about no. It's not about how the team performs. You're looking for those one or two players to play at a high level, yeah. to compete, and to show some of their individual skill. That's what coaches are looking for. 
as a as a follow-up getting a week ahead of this but how real are training camp battles like so we're from the abs perspective you know you were you were looking at the abs roster and trying to figure yeah. out kind of what their depth chart was going to look like uh we were talking about guys like new hook and Maltsev yep. and but going into a training camp like how much of that stuff is really decided and how much of it really is because we're talking about like, hey, five guys could make their fourth line this year. Yeah. You know, just just because that's how it is. Last year the roster was pretty much set. No surprises. But this year, a lot more uncertainty from us. Is that just more of a thing that just because we aren't in the room, or is it really decided, or is are these battles for real? Jared Bednar has a list of five lines on his board right now, ranked one to five. They're there, and in his mind, it's gonna take a lot of work to make a change to what he sees in his mind. Does it happen? Absolutely it happens. Yeah, I mean, every year there's one guy, at least one guy that comes out of... For sure. That makes your team on opening night where you're just but like, there, oh, didn't see that happening. At this stage in camp right now, and I can only speak to what we did in Arizona, you have so many preseason games. Those rosters are getting penciled in today. Okay, we got to get this guy in to game one or two because we want to cut him and he's going to be gone. So let's get him in early. Okay, we don't want to put Shane Doan in a game now because he might get hurt. So let's put him at the end. So in their head, things are in light pencil right now. So when you might say you have three spots open, there might be one might be one but in the coaching staff's mind it's this guy's job to lose whether you come in in arizona you talk about barrett hayton barrett hayton had a spot to lose his first year in here it is it was his spot even though you don't publicly say you know everybody's got to fight for their spot coaching staff have an idea of what they envision this roster to look like daniel winnick and i know that's going way back and most hockey fans don't know who daniel winnick nah, even he's is. a colorado boy too yeah oh that's right yeah. oh yeah so they should know quite so familiar with winnick he came into his first training camp and back then wayne gretzky was the coach and wayne didn't <clears throat> split the three teams evenly he had one and two were the two guys that were going to play team c i don't want to see him i don't want to practice with them they're not a part of this daniel winnick started off day one on team c Day one of training camp, and he was on our opening night roster on the ice. So it can happen. So you say, so you say it's this guy's spot to lose, and they do lose them. They do, and they do, and you can. And and again, in training camp, it's more about how you prepare, how you work. If you come in out of shape, you just took a step backwards. And coaches now, it's not two, you know, ninety nine, two thousand, where you get in shape in camp. Sure. And they did back then, and I'm telling you, that's how it was. Now. These athletes train year-round. It's mm-hmm. protein shakes. It's vitamins. It's kale. They come in ready to play, and the guys that don't are behind. And that's where you can lose a step in training camps if you're not ready to play. Is that the first thing you look at? Absolutely. They'll go into the gym test, and they, they'll go into the gym, get their all of their tests done, their VO2s, their body fat. That sits on the coach's desk, and they go through it, and they look for those red marks. Who's not up to snuff? Who's not in shape? And those guys will be in the office that afternoon. And it's, again, it, it wasn't 20 years ago. It is now. And now, okay, you weren't going to play those first three preseason games, you 10-year vet. You came out of shape, out of shape you're playing game one. You're going to play all six of them now because you didn't come in prepared and ready to play. So in Colorado, Eric Johnson usually plays like the first game. Is that a uh, – can, can could a guy like that who has that sort of respect in the room and that, that veteran – Neeness. Uh, is that something he can just ask to do? Be like, that's hey, that's a two way street. Like Shane Doan never wanted to play those first two. Yeah, I don't want to play them. There are other guys that say, yeah, I, I want to play. I want to get into the rhythm of the season. 
again, I don't know their room. That, to me, at, at his stature in that locker room, that's his call. Like, I, I want to play that game. I want to get up and running. I've had it, you know, when you look at how many games he played, four games last year? I would anticipate he's going to play a lot of preseason games. Yeah. He's got to play. You know, fun story. Uh, a couple of years ago, they played the first preseason game. And uh, Timmons, it was Timmons' rookie year. Yeah. And after that game, uh, I went to talk to EJ. And he said, no, talk to him. And he was talking about Timmons. Oh, wow. And he said, that was the best. That was our best player tonight. Classic first move. preseason, first preseason game. See, that's that's a piece. I, I don't know him at all. But that's the kind of player we talk about all the intangibles. And we talked at the start of the show, all of the things that need to add up to win the cup. Those kind of things are the things that you need within a locker room the intangibles to help you get there. And I would say that as a follow-up, this is why the abs are not buying out Eric Johnson yeah. because they love the person. Yeah. They love the person. If they can get the player healthy, they're happy. Yeah. But he's no longer needed the way that he was. Yeah. He can't as, eat a, the as a player, but in terms of the person that he is and the accountability that he brings every day, he's always been one of the best quotes because he's very honest. If he, if he has a bad game and you go and you talk to him, he'll tell you, I played like shit. And that's, I think, one of the reasons why he's so important. To is he success. healthy now, as far as you know? He is, yeah. Um, we've seen him on ice at the captain's practices. There was some question. It took him some time over the summer to get healthy, but it looks like he's out there and going full bore. Obviously, when camp comes around, we'll, yeah. we'll find out for sure. But to, to my eye, he looks like he's good. To go. And that's the other piece about De Dev Camp is you look at these guys right now. The majority of the players out here on the ice over the next three or four days are 19 to 22. Yeah. And, and no matter how sharp and how good and how strong and how fast they look over the next three days, next week they're going on the ice yeah. with McKinnon we, and Landeskog yeah. and McCarr. It's we had this conversation. Different. Yeah. yeah. The the way the abs do it is they have their dev camp practice and then the captain's practices with the actual NHL guys right after. And mm -hmm. it's two completely different universes. Right. When you, when you look at those two, yes. one after the other, it it's was, just, it was, it was very startling to watch the NHL team come out and all of these guys are just out there flying around yeah. and you're like, Oh, this is a, this is a little different speed. Yeah. And you, you know what? They, they will say that in the same space that you're going to go to and watch practices tomorrow is where the coyotes veterans would skate and they'd walk by those dev camps and they say, wait till next week yeah you know wait till next week kid you know, okay you're the big deal today wait yeah it was interesting watching alex newhook watch the captain's practices because yeah. it's like you'll be you'll be there next yeah. year i'm excited to see him play i really am yeah i want to see what he can bring to this roster and I, he's the guy that you talk about those those surrounding cast people that need to fit in a spot i'm not sure where he's going to fit on the roster but I think he's a talented hockey player that that can help this team. It's just where do you fit? Yeah. Like if he's not top six, is he a bottom six player? Well, so they've got the Brandon Sod spot is open. Yeah. And he played left wing for them during the postseason last year. Yeah. The easiest thing to do, yeah. put him there. Yeah. But they're playing him at center at this camp. They drafted him as a center. They envision him long term as a center. Do you blow a rookie year playing him left wing? Because that's where it's convenient for the roster. Right. Because then if you do that, then you just have to kick the can down the road of him learning all the center all position things. Yeah. And the the longer you do that, you end up where the abs are, have been with Tyson Jost, where 
They tried to make him a center at first. It didn't work out. They moved him around a lot. He never really had a role. He never really had a consistent position. Once he did last year, his game took off. Yeah. Imagine that. So I think there are lessons for them to learn from the Joe's development that it might be tempting to play New Hook in that left wing spot right away, but it could be doing some long-term damage to them um, if they really envision him as a center. And genuinely, how much does Jared Bednar care? Yeah. Because he's trying to he, – he could be coaching for his job this year. Yes. Is he caring about worrying about Alex Newhook's career trajectory as a center? Or is he just saying he's the guy that can help me the most at left wing right now? That's the position I'm putting him in. I, I don't care about the rest of that. And I think you've both seen it. You, you, if you want to win in this league, you need to be strong up the middle. And yeah. if you're weak up the middle, you can have all the nice wingers that, and defensemen. If you're not strong Vegas. in the middle, you can't defend and you can't score. Vegas. You've got to be strong up the middle of the ice. And Arizona Coyotes have not been strong up the middle of the ice year after year after year after year. And yeah. Christian Dvorak just got traded. One of the few centers they did have. I, I tried to put their roster down on paper. I don't know who's going to. I don't know who's going to take the faceoffs. They don't have anybody in the middle. So Colorado is so strong up the middle that everybody has a role up the middle of the ice. That's important. Mm-hmm. I don't know where it, I can see Newhook starting on the wing. I can. I think. I mean, that's where Rudo and I have kind of had him penciled in. Penciled you want him to be your fourth line center all off season, but it's also you know, do you want to play him? They may not. I. The one thing that we haven't really talked too much about that I think we've overlooked a little. They may not think that Tyson Jost is a set and forget center. Right. right. They they might put an Alex Newhook in that third 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 line center spot because that's a popular place to put talented rookies. You can kind of protect him a little bit. He learns the game. He figures out the details. He gets comfortable with the speed at the center position. And then eventually he moves up. Now, the thing with Colorado this year is that because of McKinnon and Kadri, there's nowhere for him to go. If you start him there and you insist on playing him at center, he's there. Yeah. And then you're probably going to give up some of the defense because that's where Jost was great last year. And then the question becomes, is, is Jost now your 4C? Did you just give him a two-year, $2 million extension to be your fourth-line center? center. Yeah. When you could have had Belmar for a million dollars, even though Belmar's bad now? It, it is all about fits. And I've we talked about what coaches are thinking leading into the beginning of the season. They, they are thinking... And you'll see it in you'll see it in the media coming up over the next few weeks. Oh, these guys are going to play together. They're going to be great together. We got him to play with this guy. This is how this lineup's going to look. look and the by game two, it's gone. Is the best part, hundred percent. It's what you do for three months. It's the offseason. And game two, it's over. Bait. It's over. That's it. Yeah, exactly. Right. And so that right. that so wherever he starts game <laughs> one, Alex Newhook may be in a different spot by game three, five, ten, twelve. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I hate to rush us, but do have more work to get to. I'm sure AJ's got to get to sleep. So. You guys got any final thoughts, abs, yotes, rookie tournament, any of that stuff to wrap it up? I'm just excited for the the games, actual games, man, starting yeah. tomorrow. I'm so and I'm just looking for individuals. I want to see some individual skilled, talented hockey players. And Rudo, next time, can we get all three of us in studio? Maybe yeah, I'll fly to yes. Denver. Yeah. Next time I'm coming, I'm coming out there to be in the studio. It's yeah. going to happen. Next, uh, next year's tournament will be in Denver. It'll be fine. Yeah. Um, are, are the abs up next? I, I think LA is. I believe yeah. AJ will be on the Coyote show tomorrow. That is correct. So He's in sure studio and I get to do my first at home show. Can't wait. Oh, yeah. Excited. There you go. Yep. So this should be a blast. If you haven't checked out PHNX yet, 
be sure to. They're awesome over there. PD, I'm super looking forward to collabing on some video stuff with an actual NHL video coach. It's going to be awesome. I can't wait to do it. Uh, so I'm thank excited. you, everyone. I'm yeah, curious. let's do it. Thank you for watching, listening, however you consume the pod. We appreciate all of y'all so very much. We are out of here for today. Uh, Avs rookies do play tomorrow. We'll have the post game up for you Saturday morning for that one. Beyond that, we love all y'all, and we will see you on the next one.